Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but it's just so fucking delightful. Oh, how I love it so. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And welcome to another instalment of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Myself, Jess, Craig and Andy here with you to catch you up on the latest gaming news, new releases and all the usual Pure Dead Gaming nonsense. This is our last usual episode, I might add, though. Next week will be the Pure Dead Gaming Awards episode in which we'll be giving a shout out to the studios and games we believe are worthy of such. And we may also have some listener awards, so not to be missed if you are indeed a listener. The final episode of the year will be the Game of the Year show. Game of the Year show. You can head over to puredeadgaming.com and cast your vote for that right now. She sells. She sells whether she's sure. How are we all? Drunk, cold. It's too cold. It's fantastic. The fuck is that? Some shit in my trousers. Good. You've shat in your trousers. It looks like something. Take care of that later, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's beautifully cold here in Scotland now. Can I minus six? Minus eight. Yep. Minus eight and cross hill this morning. I was curled up with the fucking cats from the main hot water bottles and everything. Two blankets, <laughs> two blankets, two cats, and two hot water bottles. Doing it in twos, baby. Doing it in twos. Am I going to have to call that RSPCA? <sighs> fucking hell, man. Shocking. My work, don't put the heat on. I love going into work now. Get free heating. <laughs> I, mean, I wish I could take it home with me. I wish I could bottle it and just take it home. Just like open the jar. <sighs> the heat comes out of it. Gulps my room. That's bad news when you're like, oh, I hope I'm working tomorrow. I can't wait to get into get some heat. <laughs> you listen to listen to my, you'll hear, you'll probably hear throughout this podcast me coughing and mm. I sound like 80 year old <laughs> you can hear the mucus in me yeah. getting dislodged as I cough well, I'm looking forward to catching that <laughs> over Christmas <laughs> see what I mean I'm not sick of anything it's just a <laughs> cough because I'm lying in my bed with fucking condensation coming out of my mouth as I'm trying to sleep <laughs> I wake up and there's fucking a big icicle hanging out of my mouth oh god <laughs> At least you you don't have kids, so you don't have the fucking there elf on the shelf. Whenever something happens to me, I do think that, well, at least I don't have kids. <laughs> Aye, that's fucking elf on the shelf nonsense. Yeah, if you're, if you're a parent of very young children and have not yet entertained the elf on the shelf, my piece of advice to you, don't ever start it. Because it's a nightmare. What is it? A little elf comes to visit you normally on December 1st and wreaks havoc around the house. But by wreak havoc, I mean every night you've got to remember to move the fucker and set it up in some oh, other shape aye, or form. This is a wee game. Nah, you've got to That's set like what up. your mum used to do with the advent calendar, aye, remember? It's like that, except you've got to set them up in increasingly 
We've actually got two of them, and you've got to set them up in increasingly more random places. Aye, and they, aye. they have to be doing. That's kind of weird. Mum had to do that with the, the notes. Right? Aye, you're back, and your mum would be like, "Where, where, where is it? Where's the key?" <laughs> and you're like, "It's, it's going for the coffee." And the week make needs a wash. <laughs> oh, it's in the bathroom. Let's go in the bathroom somewhere. <laughs> I mean, don't be wrong. It's good fun. It's nice seeing their little faces in the morning, but equally. It's an effort. It's not fun. I don't always have. It's not fun seeing my fucking face the day after, though. Because well, one of the the, one of my bright ideas. One of the activities was what was it you got? Eyeliner. She got eyeliner and she put a little moustache on each of the elves, Mm -hmm. right? Then she snuck into their room and drew little moustaches on them. Right? Ah, as if the elf did it. So I come down the stairs in the I come down the stairs in the morning and she's like, I need to get you. I need to get you for the, the elf. And I'm like, right. What are you talking about? Right. So she fucking draw she draws it on me like it's a fucking tattoo, right? Mm. Scribing this thing into my fucking lip. And then the kids come down, we we girl comes down and she's looking at me and she's like, Dad, Dad. And I'm like, What the hell's up with you? Why have you got a moustache? And she's like, You've got a moustache. <laughs> No, I don't. You've got a moustache. So I'm playing along. So she runs away through and she's like, oh, I do. Or oh, it was the elves. It was the elves that got you as well, Dad. So I'm playing along and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. One fucking wipe with a baby wipe and hers is off. Same mm-hmm. same with his. Mine. Is it fuck? Scrubbing it for 20 minutes. The fucking thing won't come off, right? So eventually I fucking gave up. I'm like, ah, right, this is starting to hurt now. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to this later. Fast forward to the next day, 1pm, at work, I go to the toilet, and I look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, you fucker, I've been in multiple shops today, I've spoke to multiple people today, with a fucking (laughs) moustache drawn on, (laughs) and I had no fucking idea, she was up, Jess was up in the morning and said, fuck all, and just let me walk out that house looking like a fucking idiot. It was the, you know, remnants of a moustache. It wasn't fully noticeable, I don't think, because I didn't notice you in the morning having the moustache. So I think you were fine. I think you got away with it. Looking back, there was some looks. There would have been looks from people that were serving you. Aye, they didn't want to say, what's fucking wrong with you? For a prolonged amount of time, like 10 seconds, then kind of going, the fuck's that in his face? Yeah. Is that guy got a moustache? Is that guy trying to colour in a, a moustache because he can't grow one? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, if you are a parent and doing Elf on the Shelf, there's a wee idea for you, but note, perhaps don't put it on yourself, just do the children. I mean, the reason we've got two is because we thought we'd lost one. So we bought a second one, then the kids found other one, we're like, oh, he's got a pal. Now we're stuck with two of them. Yeah. You know, just put them both in the same place. Oh, right? they're all yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually think it helps to stage them when there's two sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, that's true. Um, just about housekeeping this week. Instead of putting the podcast preview on the website, I just did it on Twitter because it's easier for me. And I know that's going to piss some folk off because a lot of our listeners aren't on Twitter. But I'll have something on the website that's there all the time, like a, a feedback form. And then that way I can just do it on Twitter. It's quicker. But there's also the stuff on the website week round for people to write in. So if you're wondering where the podcast preview is, it wasn't there. It was on Twitter. Get Twitter or I'll sort you out soon. That's my PSA. If Elon doesn't get there first, that is. 
Aye, just he's talking about uh, increasing the Twitter characters to 4,000. What's the point? Now you're just going to get Facebook fucking meltdowns. Aye. That's all you get. It's just going to be folk writing fucking essays on Twitter. That sounds dreadful. No. Yeah. It's better when you've got to be a little bit clever about it. I know, but it can be hard choosing the words because Facebook... um, Well, you don't know a lot of words, so that makes it difficult. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Facebook for pages reduced the characters for the intro section to 100 characters but it's not a lot and I like I've got multiple like pages that I manage for my work and I had to go through them all because they were all just cut off midway through a sentence and I had to go in and edit them all um but yeah it was quite hard getting in there for some things sometimes it is hard getting in (laughs) Jesus but um here all night folks (laughs) yep live set it's house house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can he chop me out? Uh, finished Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We finished the, the show Wednesday. Yeah, it was good. What show? Wednesday. You fucking watched it last week. What? Wednesday, the show. Oh, Wednesday! Fucking Sorry. hell, man. I thought you were talking about the day. He's fucking, and I was like, what's this? It's Tuesday. His fucking mind's frozen. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. Really, really liked it. I'll, mm. I'll definitely watch it again, which is not something I often do with like a, a TV series. I really liked it. Mm. And it has now been confirmed for season two, you said? Yeah, 2024, but you know. That's Holy a bit fuck. of a fucking bastard, that, isn't it? Nah, there's no need for that. Ho- yeah. I mean, the only thing is, I suppose, like it could be one of these where it's like January or February, in which case it is pretty much a year because yeah. it didn't come out to the end yeah, of yeah, November. So it couldn't, it's maybe not going to be too bad, but mm. aye, I want more soon. That was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Did get a little bit over the top in the last episode. Not that it wasn't before, but more so but mm. no I'm, I'm all in she's fucking excellent her yeah. as Wednesday Adams like I don't know if she'd be any good as anybody else but in that role she's as if she's made she's for it she was in You in Netflix series You yeah she was in that uh, oh something else she was in as well um, but she has been nominated for Best Actress was she something ah, right. at something I saw recently um See, to be fair, fair fucks, like, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she won it because she just, she plays that role so fucking well. Yeah. Uh, plays the character so well. Like, I mean, we watched you, but she wasn't a huge character in that. Mm. So, I don't know. She never left any sort of lasting memory. Like, uh, I, I think she must have been all right. She didn't stick out as being bad, but she never yeah. had a chance to be anything particularly great, I wouldn't have said. Yeah. She's really nice. Like, I'm looking at pictures of her not as Wednesday. <laughs> And she's pretty nice. Pretty nice. I think I can get a date. Aye. <laughs> she's, pro- she's probably on a uh, grinder. How old is she? I don't know. I oh, I really hope she's young. Is she like 17? Then we can put this out and get arrested. 2002? 20. 20? Aye, yeah. that's, that's it. Real... I mean, it's too young, but it's not illegal young. So. Aye. What's the rule? Like half your age plus... Is that a rule? No. Uh, it's like half your age plus seven or something like that. It's like uh, that's supposed half, to be the rule, isn't it? I something think you've like got to take it as it comes. But I've got my filters set to twenty-one to fucking forty-eight or something. like that. That's maybe why you haven't matched with her yet, then. Uh, oh shit! I need to put it down. Have but, you have you got Game Pass ticked? No, no, I don't. I don't. I very rarely look at anybody who's fucking like below 24, 25. If I see them like twenty. 
Or they keep it that in case some fucking somebody stunning comes up, you know, <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't care that you're twenty, <laughs> swiping right for you. Aye. It's, I'll usually go, no, 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 too young. I mean, the thing is, see, when you're fucking twenty, twenty-one, you're still growing into the person you're going to become. Yeah, mm. you know, you've not even became the who you are yet, mm. and and that's uh, about much, I think, to be dating somebody like that. What's what's your upper limit? <sighs> I don't know what one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, if somebody turned to see if somebody Grand's like, welcome. See if Helen Mirren came at me. I, would I mean it's well likely it's it. likely to happen. <laughs> Helen Mirren's fucking what is it? Oh, honestly, and she's like fucking seventy. Wait till I look it up. I would take that. See we Amy. She's my world. She's my world. Oh, it fuck. turns out it's the granddaughter, not the daughter. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Bubbly. Then you've got to compete. <laughs> then you've got to compete with a daughter and a granddaughter. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness me. You'd be fucked. Wait, just Helen. Seventy-seven. Huh? Seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> see, to be fair, she's still nice as well. She's beautiful. Well, I was going to say, like the wrinkles would be ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. Can we please move on? Oh dear. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. What about uh what about Yuji Naka, the guy that uh created Sonic? He's been arrested again for insider trading twice oh, in like a month or something like that. The first time he was arrested it was for like investing eighty grand or something like that in a game. And then but this time it is actually a bit more serious. He's like inve- he invested I think it was almost a million dollars in a company that was a, that was developing a Final Fantasy game for mobile Ugh. before it was announced. And obviously, as soon as it was announced, it kind of shot up. And what did they make Sonic or create the concept of Sonic? <sighs> it was the co-creator. So I co-created the early games. I think right up to recently. He also did that Balan Wonderland that was meant to be like the worst game ever made. Wonderland. Balan Wonderland. It came out about a year or two ago. It's meant to be atrocious. But he had some sort of... I've not been following the story that closely but because it's Sega and their Nintendo and, I mean, real consoles and stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so basically... I mean, look, all these guys, these big fucking corporate types, they're all insider trading. Yeah, the thing is, they to. just they just don't fucking get caught. So mm-hmm. he's obviously pissed off the wrong people and somebody's fucking dobbed them in. Chipped them in, eh? But, he, I mean, it's a scene. He'll get to jail. He will fucking properly get to jail. He's Fraud, yeah. Aye, big-time fraud. Big-time white-collar fraud. It'll be a cushy wee jail he gets, though. Oh, and they'll be out, they'll be out for like a 12-month or something like that. The Pro- usual. Probably. So what happens when you get money. Mm. Apparently, I've heard. It'd be nice to have some money. <laughs> would be high. <laughs> Although, not if you can't fucking put out a game. Well, yeah, big Phil Spencer is getting total roasted online, isn't he? <laughs> the whole weekend has just been memes about Phil Spencer. Just Xbox, they've had a really bad week. Like, and to, just for perception, like, they've, yeah. so they announced they're putting their, I mean, we've got this later on in the news, but they've announced they're putting their games up to £70, which, see, mm. to be fair, everyone else has done it, so I don't see how it's a big deal. The only reason it's getting made a big deal of is because fanboys are like like mm-hmm. for ages Microsoft fanboys were like oh see we're not up in their prices and now they have so then it's the shoes on the other foot now and everybody's fucking mm-hmm. piling on hardly anybody buys games on it like first party games for Xbox so it's all Game Pass and that yeah. so far hasn't changed it probably will though like we've said before 
But um, yeah, so Phil turned up to the Game Awards on Friday and Xbox weren't nominated for anything. So obviously they didn't win anything. That day, the FTC in America had announced they're going to sue Microsoft over Ooh. the Activision deal and then the £70 thing. So he basically turned up and had to sit there and clap as Sony won like every fucking third award. <laughs> and he just must have been like, I don't know. I don't know why he went. I think he just went to be like, fuck off, I'm still going to go. Do you know what uh, I mean? Like, but he just, I mean. How long has he been the head honcho for now? Seems a while. 2014, maybe? Uh, yeah. End of 2013. It was pretty early into the Xbox One mm. generation after Don Matrick made him yeah, fucking ass of it. before? No, he was always with Xbox. I think he was just, he was like lower down the, the totem pole and he got fucking bumped right. up. He's done a good job, but like, I don't know. I, I often make jokes about how fucking smug he looks. Like, I just think he's got a really fucking smug face on him. And I figured, like, I've always sort of figured the smug face was put on because he was feeling smug, but the smug face was at the Game Awards and there was no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> not oh, yeah, even him. I know he, there's no fucking way that he could have been trying to look smug at the Game Awards. So his face is just fucking built like that. Yeah. Like the same way Jim Ryan's face is built like a turnip. Mm. Phil Spencer's is built with just a natural fuck. He looks like the smuggest man on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, like he's got right. a fucking full house at all times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the whole Xbox thing at the Game Awards, it was really weird because it's not as if Xbox, like, I don't know, like, see Sony a couple of years ago, they were like, E3 or what E3 has become, we don't do it anymore. And so they're just not there and you sort of know, oh, well, you're not going to get anything to do with PlayStation around that time. But like, Microsoft have always done stuff at the Game Awards. Like, they announced Hellblade 2, they announced the Xbox Series X at the Game Awards. And... After a year where they've basically released no first party games, but they've got loads coming next year, you would think they'd want to finish the year off at the Game Awards by going, fucking look at Starfield, look at fucking Redfall, look at Forza, look at all the cool shit we've got coming. Yeah, we've not won any awards at this fucking show, but see next year, you're going to see all this shit up for nominations. I wonder if they did put forward, oh, can we have a, a trailer with, you know, a, you know, a look at 2023, but it was like rejected, or they couldn't fit it in, or you know, whoever did the program of programming of it decided not to include it for whatever reason. I don't know. Ugh, no, I can't, that, I can't, Jeff Keighley couldn't have turned around and went, "I here's Nintendo's bit, here's Sony's bit. Fuck off, Phil. You can sit the fucking audience, you wank." Mm. I just, I don't know. Uh, like there was a tweet that went out just after the game awards because everyone was raging about it all the xbox fans everybody just in general was yeah. like a mockery and so there was someone here because i guess well those xbox fans were like oh we're gonna get to see something cool and then they get fuck all mm. and they've had nothing all year which fair enough but um I, there was someone high up at xbox can't remember who but put out a tweet saying you won't have to wait long to see something so I could see them doing like a showcase in like January or something like that, been like yeah. fucking twenty twenty three fireworks. And the spotlight's and completely on them as opposed to part of a bigger yeah, maybe I. thing. Yeah. Yep. But we roll on. We do roll on, and we roll on into what we've been playing. What have you been playing? Wave tail. You've been waving your tail. Yes. Right. And what's that about? <laughs> 
Um, yeah. It's Disney Dreamlight Valley. No, it's not. No, you're still playing that. Uh, yeah, I just actually clocked on the screen there. It said I was like close to getting an achievement for something, so I might go back on and make sure I get that <laughs> achievement. I saw it. Every achievement in that game you have to fucking grind for big time. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Wavetail, um, I've been playing that. It was released today, the day of recording, on additional platforms. It actually came out last year, but it was exclusive to Stadia. And we so nobody knew it ever all existed. know how that panned out. So yeah, it's like I don't know a bit of a post-apocalyptic world that's been like well, that's not been done before. Flooded. Um, <laughs> um, you <laughs> to be fair, it's probably the brightest and like most colourful yeah, post-apocalyptic world I've yeah. seen. Um, you play as a young girl, Sigrid, and she lives with her crazy granny at a lighthouse, and it's kind of the lighthouse is like an important function for the to keep this dark force away so right. you got to collect shit to make sure it's powered up and stuff um, and yeah it's kind of like an open world exploration or yeah, wave um, tail as in ta- like a tail waving or a tail as in spa- like spinning a tail T-A-L-E L-E a tail right yes um, but yeah I don't, I'm enjoying it so far I've played a couple hours I, I think it is you know a kind of Four to six hour. Yeah, type, it's quite short. Uh, game. I think it's got quite some quite charming characters, like the Grand. She's quite feisty and a bit. Yeah, quite like her. Um, there's like oh, a, nice. a fisherman that's like the graphics look nice, don't they? Yeah. Um, he's like owns a shop. Like he's like a fashion fisherman. Um, so there's still quite a few people in the world. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. There's right. like lots of unique characters, and I think the gameplay's really fun. You kind of glide along, like along the water, um, and it's quite. I don't know, it's it's fun but easy to pull off the kind of movement, I suppose. Um, you've got very zelda Yeah, you've got a wee grappling hook as well um, that kind of launches you onto different platforms um, and leads you into kind of nicely designed obstacle courses that... It looks quite yeah, kind of like parkour-y, like uh, the way yeah, you like, travel about and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a grappling hook. There's a lot of kind of solid platforming. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I believe there is only like a few enemy types and... You know, you can stun them pretty easily b- before they launch anything at you. So, and you like, you'd also regenerate your health really quickly as well. So, it's not difficult by any means. And I suppose that was maybe part of their intention. The emphasis is on the kind of world narrative and platforming. But I don't know, maybe some difficulty would be welcome for some people. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying what I've played so far and I'll report back once I have completed, hopefully, next week. Oh, maybe not next week because we're not doing a normal episode, but you know. Well, we'll still be doing some normal segments. Yeah, yeah. And be yourself, Andy. I've not been playing much because the gaming room is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's freezing. It's fucking Elsa's mansion over here. Don't want to go in there. It's just <laughs> depressing. So, yeah, I've just been under the duvet, really, most of the time. I might move the Xbox into the bedroom, actually. It's not a bad you know shit. What? Actually, I might do that. See if anybody's got an electric blanket the way it gives me, I will take it. Will we start taking donations? Please. I, I've never, nice. I, I don't think I've ever seen an electric blanket in person. No. I just, I'm not, I, look, that does seem like the type of person. I'm no, fucking, no. work at this in the Discord all day about how it was minus six or something like that, and I was like, I'm hoping for minus ten. Like, I'm fucking delighted by this weather. But... <laughs> Is it literally a blanket that has a plug on it? You can plug it in. You put it like under your seat. It's a kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is it? 
Is it like a a blanket that you plug in, an electric blanket? I thought it was is? like a proper fucking heated aye. thing that you can. Is it's that what it is? It's just a blanket that you plug in. Well, I was right then. Were you laughing at? It's just the fact that you're asking the question. It's like it's like Craig's kryptonite. Fucking electric blanket. It sounds Don't like near the blanket. That'll kill him. <laughs> I wouldn't allow one of this fucking property. No, I know you wouldn't. Oh, I really want one. Have you just got one? No, obviously not. I've never seen it. I've had them in the past as a child. Because yes. you can get one that has, it's a double. Mm. But you can do different things. So it's like sectioned off. So Jess can have it roasting if you like it toasty. Mm. You could be freezing if you want. You could turn it on to cool. You probably just not turn it on at all, though. Wait, 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 wait! Well, no, whoa, 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 hold on! Oh, you could do that. Can you can you? have it so that it's cold. Yes, you can have it so that it cools you down as well for the summer. You can get ones like that. Right. Proper. You you have piqued my interest. So Jess could be see roasting. that meme when it's like you had my curiosity. <laughs> there you go. Jess could be roasting, and you could be like how you like it, you weirdo. You could be there with the window open. Oh, inject this. <laughs> Fucking inject it. There you go. Right. Put it on your... What's... You've got one of those wish lists for your, your uh, wedding. Oh, no, but people have been one asking. one more fucking person asks me that, no, we oh, don't. Right. But, I mean, if anyone's listening, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Red Bubble do branded ones. Could we get a Pure Dead Gaming one? I don't, I don't think so. No. No. We'll see what's, if we can what's, what's the deal with the wish list? Do you know that? We just never thought about it. We're not massively... I mean, we're prepared for the it's wedding, but... you have been here a while, haven't you? You've got Aye. Aye. But... You, mm. We bit loan spoons, but on that. You can, what was that? Did you say? I'm a wee bit loan spoons, but on that. Spoons? Why are you loan spoons? Just cutlery stuff down <laughs> stuff that people get. Uh, what could you do? You could put, because you, you can choose what you want on it. So you could just go, well, we could do with that, 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 and that. Yeah. Just get like, stuff you'd actually use, get the electric blanket. I know, I just Put don't... Put two on, I'll get one. I just don't like the idea, but I think it's a wee bit cheeky to be like... It's not cheeky, it's your wedding. Get me this, please, but... It's yeah, your wedding. I, kinda, I know. It's and, in hindsight, you're probably should have, because the amount of people that have asked, and I'm like, I don't know, just don't get me anything. <laughs> you, the thing is, you actually make it easier for people. I know. Mm. You know what I mean? People I think that's are, what I've got a problem with. People... Because <laughs> <laughs> people at the moment are going, oh, fuck, we've got to buy them something, surely. And then they're like, what do we buy them? They've stayed in the house for fucking 15 years or whatever it is. And they're like, they've got everything they need. So do we just give them money? Yeah. Do they take yeah. money? Or you make it easy for folk and just go, listen, we could do with that. The, the reason two blankets are on here, folks, is because <laughs> there's one for the spare bedroom. And ideally, I would get that set. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want out of this action. <laughs> oh, we'll get this wish list set up tonight. Right. We'll Before it. you leave. We'll get what we all want. Right. All right, folks. <laughs> I've been playing a few different things. Uh, I played a little bit of High on Life before we we started recording, and even from the short amount I've played, I'm gonna fucking like this game. Mm-hmm. Aye, I like, I like looking. It's crude as fuck. Aye. Aye. Mm-hmm. So the reviews came out yesterday, and don't be wrong. You often these days do get reviews that are. I don't know, I feel like even a couple of years ago, like reviews would come out and it would, the, the sort of, if something was a 8 out of 10, then almost all the review scores would be between a 7 and a 9. But now, more often than ever, you get fucking 3s, 
and tens, and you're like, what the fuck happened here? Do you know what I mean? Like, it happened with Callisto Protocol, it happened with a bunch of games this year. People's opinions so, like, vastly different for a, for a, uh, it's weird. Like, don't be wrong, I, I am of the opinion that a seven is a good game. It doesn't need to, like, I'm, I'm not going to go, I'm only playing something if it's an eight or over or whatever. Yeah. But to me, a three out of ten is fundamentally broken, mm-hmm. or in some way, Aye. there's got to be something seriously wrong with it. Yeah. But, um, Yes, yeah, so with this high on life, there was multiple reviews that were like a three, and also multiple that were an eight and a nine. Mm. And so, I mean, it looks like a competent game. I mean, it's like buggy as fuck, which is the reason it would get a three. I don't think. I mean, I haven't played that much of it to know, and I only read part of reviews. I've not read anything about it being buggy. Maybe it is, but I think a lot of it comes down to you either like the humor or you don't, yeah. and. Like, even from my short experience of it, the gun does not shut the fuck up. And so, see if you don't like the humour, I can understand that you would be, like, pretty annoyed about it, aye. But you've got to, if you're a reviewer, you've got to review what you're reviewing in context. Mm. You you kind of review a game like that and go, aye, but this isn't anything like Call of Duty, so it's a three. You know what I mean? You've got to go, well, this is the best game that's trying to be a humorous fucking talking gun you've got to take it in that context yeah. and what are they trying to make and is it good at doing that thing and like I would say I've not played it but the trailers I've looked at looked funny and the gameplay looked decent so far the performance and stuff like that and the shooting yeah. feels great like it's it's really interesting so it starts off as if you're playing another game as if you're playing like an arcade game like an old style arcade right. game and it loads up and it's almost like I don't know, like Doom 64 or something like that. Mm. And you can tell that it is the game, but it's like really poor graphics. And um, you're playing as this guy called uh, Buck Thunder. And it's really funny because it sort of acts as a tutorial, but the whole time this guy's talking and he's like, he's pretending, he knows you're in a game, but he's pretending like he's your divorce lawyer. (laughs) And he's like, hi, Buck, your divorce lawyer here again. If you just jump over that... uh, gap there you press a to jump it's a buck you press a to jump and you're like you jump mm. over or whatever and he's like that's fucking great buck well done buck's sake yeah, it feels like i'm gonna like the human this Aye. Game. and yeah. then like the next bit he's like do a double jump and you try to do a double jump and he can't and then the guy's like for fuck's sake they didn't even put a fucking double jump in right crouch <laughs> they must have put a crouch and crouch under there and stuff like that like it's yeah. it's funny Sounds good. Aye. Yeah. i'm i'm enjoying it so far uh, so I'll be playing more of that definitely. Uh, I'll be downloading that. And that's like a freebie on Xbox, yeah. 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 I mean, free in quotes, obviously. You have to have yeah. Game Pass, but yeah. we've spoken about this before. If you don't, fuck off. <laughs> don't want to listen to you. If you don't, you're an idiot. Aye. Really? If you've got an Xbox. If you don't have an Xbox, I'll sort of let it go. Comes part and parcel with it, does it really? I would say so. Um, more Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. I'm still really enjoying it. I get why some people don't like it, but. I don't know. There's something weird about this game. It's it's a little bit like what happened with Gotham Knights, I think. Although I think this is a better game than Gotham Knights. But I don't know why this game is like... It's got so much anger around it. Like, there's people that are just really angry about the game. <laughs> like, I can't believe I completed this in fucking nine hours. Nine hours I completed this in. You're like... So what? What the fuck? Time next time to enjoy it more. I know. I'm just like, I I, honestly, this is happening more and more, and I honestly do think that the likes of Game Pass and PS Plus are playing a role in this. Mm. Like I've said before, I love 
Game Pass, I fucking talk about it all the time. I love PS Plus. But at the same and I love the value that you get out of them. I love that I didn't have to pay for fucking high on life because I'm really enjoying it, but I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much if I'd just paid full fucking price for it, you know what I mean? But at the same point, I feel like so many people are getting these experiences like high on life and stuff like that for quote unquote free yeah. that then they go and pay fifty quid for Callisto Protocol and they're like, Well, what the fuck? Um, I'm getting I'm, I'm getting experiences like this on Game Pass. Why 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 am I fucking paying fifty quid and this is what I'm getting? And I team, think that's what's happening. Three years or five years to make the fucking thing. Exactly. It's not just come out and went bang, there you go. I know. A team's laboured over that for fucking years. That's why you're paying fifty or sixty pounds for the experience of it. But I just I, I feel like people because of these services now, they're just they're nowhere near as easily pleased, and it's like everything's under a microscope. Like, well, it's not long enough; it's too linear. What's wrong? With, since when was a game been linear a bad thing? Oh, like, I know. Just been led with the hand and, and get Aye, the experience. Everything, everything these days is open ended, and you're sometimes like, oh, am I meant to go that choice. way, or am I meant to go this way? Aye. I don't. Oh, if I go that way, what if it hits a cutscene? Then I can't go or back that a way. Blimps on the map. When you're just like exhausted, going, oh fucking hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look yeah. at the legend, and it's like, I've got to tick that off, tick that off, tick that off, and you're like, fucking hell, this is take forever. And don't worry, as if you've got to do it. Aye. And don't get me wrong, like I love those games too, but not everything needs to be that. No. Like it's good to have choice. I don't know if this analogy probably doesn't work totally, but to me it's starting to feel like an order eighteen eighty six thing, this. Like see do you remember that game? Oh, I love that game. So I loved that game as well, but see when it came short. out. But it, it felt it felt like a tech demo. Aye. But it was still really, really good. It felt as if when it finished, it felt as if that was almost just starting. Aye. I mean, don't be wrong, that's why it's not that great an analogy because this is way longer. This is double the length of, of that, of the Order 1886. But it almost feels a bit like that where, like, people are just, like, they've got certain things in their mind they're just, and they're just like, nah, that game, it's too short, so it's shit. It's this, so it's shit. But you're like, yeah. the Order 1886 to me was a good fucking game. It was too short, aye, but I still right. was like, I'm delighted with I this. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I just, I there's there's a lot of weirdness. So the, the main things that people are against it for, I think, are about it being linear, about it being too short, which, I, I well, don't know. I we play fucking Elden Ring, then. If you, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, if you want an experience that's not like that, go and play a game like Elden Ring, then you'll be fucking there for years trying to complete the fucker. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like I'm not here to tell you this is a fucking nine out of ten or even an eight out of ten. I think it probably is a seven point five or something like that. Like it's not it's not amazing. It but it's a good first entry for the first game from a new studio as far as I'm concerned. Like the the negatives that I would have for it is if you're comparing it to Dead Space, I think it's more Dead Space three than Dead Space two or one. Like it's it is survival horror, but it's more leaning more towards action. So that I mean, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like no, Dead Space Dead, One and Two are much better Dead than Dead Space, Space Three. Progressively worse. That way. You know yeah. I mean? it was, number one was the best. Two then three because Aye. it was just balls out action. And this isn't balls out action. It is still it creates a great atmosphere and stuff like that. But and there is some stealth in it, which is cool. But. But yeah, I can, I can see that that, like, the, the combat's not going to be for everyone. If you don't like the combat, absolutely fucking, you're not going to enjoy the game. Um, if it, it's, for me, it's clicked and I'm enjoying it. I do also get the fact that it doesn't seem, the combat doesn't seem to be built for four enemies coming at you at once. And sometimes the game does do that. 
And you're like, and it does just feel a bit unfair because you're you're dodging, but you can only dodge one enemy. The same way you've got to dodge the other way. Aye, that's that's such a weird design choice. But like, don't be wrong. See, when it's you against one other enemy or even two, for some reason it feels really cool, and the combat feels so fucking brutal when you're just smashing the fuck out of somebody, Mm -hmm. like chop off their limbs and stuff like that. Like it feels great, but. Aye, when there's four enemies there, sometimes like you'll be pressing a direction to dodge one enemy, but because your character is focused on that enemy, it's not focused on what this other enemy's going to do. So you can't dodge that other enemy. So right. you can't stop yourself from getting fucking hit. Mm-hmm. Almost. So aye, there's, there's definite negatives to it. The only other thing I would say is that I've seen it getting dragged through the mud for invisible loading times. So... They've got what they've done is there's a lot of not a lot, but there's certain times where you crawl through like a vent mm-hmm. or you have to like shimmy through like quite a narrow bit. Ah. And what they've done is they've put that there so that the game in the background can load the load. next area. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather that not have that than have a blank screen saying loading, surely? Well, I think what they're that, at least they hide it. Aye, well, that's the thing, at least they're hiding it, I suppose. But like, I look, I can totally get folk are like, well. We shouldn't need the loading times anymore. We've got the new consoles, but the reason is it's on the old consoles as well. Mm. And I would be all for this argument, all for it, if it wasn't for the fact that God of War came out three weeks ago and does this constantly. Every 20 minutes in God of War, you're shimmying through something or there's an invisible loading screen and nobody had one single fucking issue with it then. I, I brought it up because... Why is it, an issue with it, really? Well, I brought it up because I'm like... In God of War, I just found it really fucking noticeable and everyone's like, aye, that's not an issue. But then Callisto Protocol comes out and obviously all of a sudden it's a fucking massive issue and you're like, well, is it one or is it the other? But yeah, no, I've played, I've played, I'm probably about halfway through it now. It's a good game. Um, but if you feel you need to wait for a sale, then, then do so. Also, apparently it works better at the moment on PlayStation than Xbox or PC. The PC version has a lot of issues at launch. So beware of that as well. Um, I played a bit of Hello Neighbor 2. You ever heard of this? No. I didn't even really know what it was. Like, I'd heard of the first game and I thought it was you trying to escape from a house. But that was all I really knew. And it turns out that is kind of what it is. Second one, the graphics look really nice. I think it's more of the same. It's a kind of puzzle game. You've got, to, you've got to sneak into houses. You've got to figure out puzzles to unlock doors. to, And then if you get caught, the neighbours start chasing you at the house. Um, Is it child appropriate? Well, funny you say that, right? So I stuck the game on and it's colourful graphics and stuff like that. So the kids were hovering about and I'm usually quite cautious of them. Like, the reason I'm not finished Callisto Protocol is because I will not put it on when they're, they're about because mm. it's really gory. Yeah. But with this, yeah, you're getting chased by a neighbour, but he looks like a fucking cartoon character. So I'm like, right, it's fine. So I'm playing this. Erin, five years old, looks up at the screen. Oh, there's Hello Neighbor. Like, what? She said, that's, that's Hello Neighbor, Dad. I says, I know, I'm playing it. How do you know? <laughs> and she was like, I watched that on YouTube. It's like, <laughs> right? And she, I mean, she's only got access to YouTube Kids, so it's on YouTube Kids. Yeah. And I'm like, right, okay. Nathan comes down the stair. Hello Neighbor on, eh? <laughs> I'm like, you played this? <laughs> no, I've watched it on YouTube. I'm like, is this quite a big thing on YouTube? And he's like, I think so, eh? So, turns out, it's quite a big thing on YouTube. Uh, it seems quite fun. Uh, there's the performance is a little bit off for me. Like it's it's just a little bit stuttery, not a lot, but enough that it's noticeable. 
um, which is a little bit annoying. But other than that, it seems quite cool. And again, it's on Game Pass, so take a look at it. Cool. It's a, it's a Peggy 12. A Peggy 12? Yeah. Peggy 12? So you just wanted it out as his bad parents directly on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, it's YouTube, YouTube kids' fault, to be fair. Yeah. Yep. Um, and last two things there was a demo for a game called Wave Break which comes out in a week or so I think um, as part of the ID Xbox uh, demos it's the one that was billed as uh, the first ever like it was like a cross between skateboarding and a boat and so it basically has like a, it candles like Tony Hawk but you're a little cartoon boat and with a bear in it or something like that and it was kind of fun but it was really difficult mm-hmm. like Tony Hawk was difficult as it was because you had to be quite quick with all your moves and your tricks and stuff like that but with this like if you stayed in the air longer fair enough but you don't jump that high so you're supposed to be doing like grabs and holds and manuals and grinds and stuff like that but it's you have to be really quick to pull them off because you're not in the air for very long but seems all right. You can check it out when it comes out. And I completed Pentiment. Well done. Yep. Took me almost 30 hours, which apparently can be done in half that time. But You're I was just, just a slow reader. Well, I, I'm a bit of a slow reader, but it wasn't that. It was the fact that like you've got a certain amount of time to go around each area of the day. But every time I got to like a new time of the day, I went and spoke to everyone in the whole game again to get as much information off everyone as I possibly could. Okay. So I spent a lot more time than I needed to on it, but I was just loving it. The world's amazing, the story's really good, and it wraps up really nicely as well, which mm. a lot of these games, like it's like a kind of mystery, so a lot of these times you get to the end and you're like, well, that was fucking disappointing, whereas this wasn't, and I liked that. Coming close to the end, I had a feeling about how it was going to end, and I thought I was going to be fucking raging, but it didn't end the way I, I okay. feeled. Good to know. And uh, yeah, really good. Also, to uh, segue into Christmas games, it finishes at Christmas. So it takes fucking 15 hours to get there, but it is technically a Christmas game in the end. There is a tree. There's a tree, that's all it takes. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, there is a tree. And we're the only. Pulling at the tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> the other two notes we had for Christmas games was there's a Christmas event coming to Fall Guys and Goat Simulator 3 has free festive DLC. Uh, I've you... not yet played Goat Simulator 3 and I'm not happy about it. I know, we'll, take it, we'll get a hold of it. Um, so yeah, you can check that out, uh, I guess, up until Christmas. And we got one right in regards to this, which was from David S., and he said, I have always liked to play The Witcher 3 at Christmas time. Since I first completed it at launch, I've kept it installed and I play it over each Christmas break. Then I leave my save, wherever it may be, in the new year and I don't come back to it until December the next year. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I'm getting the upgrade, uh, getting an upgrade for it this year is like a Christmas present. I love CDPR. <laughs> so uh, he's just got this game that he loves to play at Christmas and every time it comes to this time of year, battles through as much as he can and then leaves it for a year. <laughs> Traditions are important. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yes, if you 
so wish you can head over to puredeadgaming.com and read our written reviews of games we've been playing and games other people have been playing and writing reviews of as well. So we have Callum's review of Pentiment. He's also done Hello Neighbor 2. Donnie has reviewed The Callisto Protocol. Mark has reviewed Ship of Fools. And Craig has done Soccer Story. That's me. That is you. Well done. Okay, let's jump into this week's news. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always believe in. So first up, the Game Awards took place on Thursday night of last week and there was lots to talk about so much so that we dropped an afterlife episode on saturday so we won't dwell obviously on too much of it but let's just run down the new dates we know about of games coming out and get andy's thoughts on a few of the trailers as well so we have among us hide and seek mode that's now available february 28th destiny's lightfall expansion march 17th star wars jedi survivor March 28th, Crime, Bro- uh, Crime Boss Rocky City. April 4th, Meet Your Maker. April 19th, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC. May 26th, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. June 2nd, Street Fighter 6. June 6th, Diablo 4. And June 22nd, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, so we were watching some of the trailers earlier on again today. You're pumped for Hades too. Yes. Oh man, I loved Hades one. So good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second one just looks more the same, but that's not a bad thing. I didn't get to spend anywhere near enough time with the first game, and seeing that trailer was like, oh, I could go back to that at any point. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. I spent AI yeah. ages. Yeah. It just it looks and plays so good. Yeah, it's really intuitive. You pick it up, and you just know how to play it just, mm. for, just for years of everything being where it should be and, and you know and you just like pick it up and you play it and it's always changing because every every time you played it it threw different powers at you so it's not like one of those games because everybody's got a habit of falling into where you'll find a weapon you like using and you'll kind of use it and yeah. use it and use it and then you won't check out other stuff mm-hmm. this game's got a really clever way of getting around that where it just chucks different uh, power-ups at you every time you've kind of got to use other stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, no, I like those big fucking glove things that you use. No, can't use them this time. It's not coming up, so you've got to use something else. Yeah, it forces it you to, to forces do you that. To do yeah, it. no, it's it good. It really opens up the gameplay and mm. you enjoy it a lot more because of that. Mm. Yeah. You're not setting your ways, you know what I mean? So, aye, I'm really looking forward to it. I've even got it on Switch, so I could I could try and find find the time, I think. Uh, Judas, Judas looked good. Yeah, yeah. So fucking Bioshock. <laughs> I know, I mean, that's the thing. Within like 10 seconds, you just knew it was kind of like the same creators. Cause it's There's just something like about that. the art style, isn't there? Nah, it's just the way like, somebody makes a game. It's like, like Hideo Kojima as well. He's, the way he, the way Studio makes a game, the way it looks, and the way everything's put together, you can just tell the art direction. It's a certain studio that does it. Same with Dishonored and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we... What's the other one called, sorry? Deathloop. Deathloop. It's the same yeah. kind of art style. You, you just Aye, arcane games, you can always tell as well, yeah. That studio does that. And they've got like a identity, almost. Yeah. 
And obviously we're going to be getting an actual Bioshock game as well, because there is, there's supposed to be one of them in the works as well. We might hear about that next year. So we're potentially going to get two. Of, cool. I didn't like the last one as much, to be fair. I'm the same. The one, the last one was the one in the sky, wasn't it? Infinite Eye. I didn't like that as much. I liked Rapture. Yeah. And uh, what was the city called? I can't even remember. I'm sure that I can't think. Was it called? Why was it called Infinite? That's not the name of the city, is it? No, it no. was called. Fuck. I know underground. It was definitely called Rapture, and I thought that world was pretty awesome to explore. City of Columbia. It was called Columbia. Columbia. See, that's the thing. That's that's the the only thing that I'm not worried about. But see, with this Judas game, is that don't get me wrong. Like, I think it will be a, a good, a really good game. But I don't know if it's even possible to top Rapture. Like, as special a game as Bioshock One is, and it's a really special game, and the reveal is really special, and the story is really special, but Would also. You See that reveal came out, I was like, oh, that's clever. Like, it's it's so fucking good, but also it had that location. It yeah. had that setting. And it's like, iconic. Aye. Like, to me, with Bioshock Infinite, it couldn't. Like, some people prefer Bioshock Infinite, but I'm just like, I, I didn't no. I didn't think that, that Columbia stood out that much. No, no, I didn't I like the Skyhook stuff either. No, no, it wasn't for me either. And so it'll be interesting to see what this, this location's like, because obviously... That'll play a big part in it as well. Yeah. But yeah, a bit annoying that we never, they never even said 2023, it's so you've got to... soon. Uh, yeah. so you've got to kind of assume that that's maybe a wee bit further out. Um, what do you think about Crime Boss, Rocky City? Well, we don't really know a lot about it, this thing. The I mean, trailer yeah. looked fucking awesome. It and does. then after that, you start reading about the game and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> fucking yeah, red bit, flags all over the shop. what it's actually going to be. Aye. I'm hoping for it to be what you want it to be as well, an open-world fucking shooter game. Aye. You know what I mean? Cyber... Stop like, seeing, you know what I mean? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, at first, when I first, first saw it, I was like, is this going to be like a mafia game set in the 90s yeah. that would be fucking amazing and then like you say there's a little bit in it where you're like oh that right. looks like it's first person right yeah. okay well if it's a cyberpunk style game but not doesn't need to be cyberpunk but cyberpunk in terms of mechanics set in the 90s fucking awesome. great and the cast and the cast's fucking, fucking just hell. class like I don't know it's just nostalgia isn't it Aye. like and I'm like right I'm fucking all in but then it was after it you're starting to read on the websites and they're like first person shooter right why doesn't it mention open world and then it's like, can be played by yourself or up to four people, and you're like, oh, co-op, right? Oh, my favourite word. And then it's like, take part in heists, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and the more you see it, I'm like, is this? And then you end up not being able to the heist stuff like that. I've still not played the fucking heists in GTA. <laughs> and I'd love <laughs> to play I. them, but I could never play them because every time I don't have four fucking friends. <laughs> But you if you I mean? did, you wouldn't want to anyway. These games keep on reminding me of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't have that many friends to play with. And then when you try and play it with, like, randoms, you've kind of got to communicate. And I don't want to communicate with randoms. I don't want to communicate with fucking Jesse Joffe, Arkansas. I don't want to talk to him. But let's be honest, right? See, if I was to set up four people tomorrow night to do a heist, Aye. would you be interested? Yes. Would you honestly? I would, why play it? I why play those heists? Because it looks fucking awesome. That's such right, a well, I can, I can I can set that up with people you know, right. IRL. Wait, let's do that. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, we'll we'll text, we'll text that out. We'll make that happen. Craig's place, IRL. <laughs> GTA. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make a GTA heist happen for you. There you go. That and a, that and a blanket for Christmas. It's just going to be a text. <laughs> just a text of abbreviations. GTA, IRL. <laughs> At 830. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I don't want to go through too many of these, but I thought this the cyberpunk DLC looks fucking awesome. Idris Elba's brilliant. That was a cool reveal. Aye, that was a cool reveal. And fair fucks, aye, fair fucks that managed to get uh, Johnny Silverhand back because there's every chance. I think he enjoys doing stuff like that. You know that. I know, but I just see with the amount of bad press there was in the game at launch. You wouldn't have blamed him for turning around, going, uh, "Fuck you, know, you have made me look bad here." I'm out. I'm fucking out. But maybe we wouldn't want associated with it anymore. No, I don't know. Cause it's, but they've turned it around. Aye, it's, it's good. I think it's good that he's associated with it. Um, helps him as much as it helps the game. Wow. Well, it opens up another audience, potentially. Yeah. I mean, you'd think everybody knows who Keanu Reeves is, but potentially there's younger folk that might not. And they go, who's this guy? Who's an actor who's in. And then you yeah. go and start looking up John Wick, blah, blah, blah. And then that's, that's what it's all about, really. I tell you something, we might have a lot to thank that guy in that audience that time that went, you're stunning, or what was it, you're breathtaking. Remember he told him he was breathtaking. Yeah. Maybe he really fucking resonated with that. And so he thinks all the video games loves him. Yeah. We do. Everybody loves Kevin really. That's true, that's true. He seems like a likeable guy. See honestly, like see, there's there's Text so them last night. Just, just <laughs> <talk to> him. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many fucking games coming out next year. But this honestly might be right near the top of mine. Like if this is like a six seven hour story, I'm fucking all in, man. Mm. I love cyberpunk. Like yeah, if a, another complete. story in this world would be amazing. Yeah, I'll still complete it. You see now you'd be as well waiting and finishing it off and then continuing Jumping on into the DLC. Because we're talking the last time about DLCs and why we don't usually play them, so mm. that's a good good call actually. So yeah. good. Yeah, a couple of bits of feedback. Um, no name on this one, but somebody said the peak for me was Rocky City. Chuck Norris in a game in twenty twenty three is a baller move. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Chuck Norris was in um, fucking <laughs> boots the camera. And everything. How can anyone hate this no, game? It looks fucking amazing. <laughs> Um, and also Jamie said our prayers have been answered Death Stranding 2 is real bow to our Lord and Saviour Hideo Kojima he'd probably quite like if you bowed to him (laughs) seems the sort I just want this to be something more than a postal game that's all I'm asking I think it will be Mm-hmm. I think it's going to expand out quite a bit. I feel as if I've now either got to play Death Stranding, because I played maybe four or five hours and I gave up. Or do I watch the cutscenes and just get the story? See, to be fair, right, like, Death Stranding wasn't just a postal game. Like, I like to mock it for that. Like, I got the Platinum, I played everything through in it. You do get a gun. You do, there is stealth, there is stealth sections and there is sections where you are in combat. Like it's not completely devoid of that. It's just not the focus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think the focus will shift in this one more towards, I think this next one will be more Metal Gear than Death Stranding 1. Yeah. Yeah, I might wait till it comes out, let somebody play it and then let that person confirm to me whether I can play it without playing one 
it's definitely a continuation of the story. Yeah. I mean, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, see, before the, the second one comes out, like I was saying this the other day, I'll need to watch a fucking two-hour recap yeah. on YouTube. Like, I don't have a fucking clue be, what happened in that game. The game, I imagine. Possibly, I. It's the like, type of game that you kind of really need that. Mm. I just world, these stories are so fucking. They're just mental, man. Like, I don't get me wrong. At the time, I remember playing the game and I was like, and I was engaged in the story at the time, but there's just that much fucking weird stuff going on that it's it doesn't stay with me after. Like, there's so many, like, I don't know, let's see the story of Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, I fucking remember that story and I remember the little nuances and the twists and turns, but with Kojima game, at a certain point, you're just like, right? Aye, the timeline. Yeah. What the, the timeline, fuck is going on here? Aye, it's just fucking mental. Okay, moving on to more news this week then. We got a new report from The Leak, which suggests that the Uncharted series has been greenlit for a reboot, but won't be developed by Naughty Dog. According to The Leak, the series will be handed to an unknown developer, but Naughty Dog is expected to initially assist the new team. This is pretty much what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Like we were saying, that at first I think it was going to be perhaps a continuation of Uncharted with a different main character, but with how well that film did, like I think that's why they've decided to now go, not reboot. Like, let's reboot and let's start tying it in with the films. Mm. Because the first film was sort of almost a prequel. Well, it wasn't almost, it was a prequel to what would have happened yeah. in Drake's Fortune, the first game. Yeah. So you could now sort of almost redo Drake's Fortune differently and that could tie in with the second film. And then, because they're all about this synergy, like yeah. Last of Us in January and all this sort of stuff. So it makes total sense. I, I do think initially the plan was for a new, for like Drake's daughter or maybe Sully or the brother. The daughter or, would have made sense. Aye. Especially with the ending. Yeah. But I think now, aye, the reboot, it's, it's the way to go, I think. Mm. News on Xbox, exclusive Indiana Jones has been thin on the ground since its review back in early 2021, but we now have a little bit more information thanks to a recent Todd Howard interview. Jens Anderson, who directed The Darkness and Chronicles of Riddick game, has been hired by Machine Games to lead the design on the project. It's pretty cool. I love that Riddick game. They're up there with the best games I've ever played, Those, those games, honestly. Assault on was it assault on Athena Dark Bay, Athena. Dark Athena. An escape from Butcher Bay. That's it, yeah. Amazing. I wonder Absolutely if amazing. I wonder if those are playable through backwards compatibility on Xbox. Well, it got because Escape from Butcher Bay was Xbox, I think. Mm-hmm. Then it got remade, and Athena was tagged on. Yeah, they came as a double pack, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and it just and it looked more amazing. Back then, it looked fucking brilliant. It just played like nothing else had ever played at that point. Mm. And I just there's something about the Riddick character I really love. Like I love the films. Yeah, you know? oh, so do I. Um, I just there's something about that character. I don't really like Vin Diesel a lot, but this character's fucking cool. He's just a cool character. I think that's the thing. See, Vin Diesel, he's got the emotional range of a fucking stone. But it suits this character. But it suits this character, exactly. so he's fucking great. Like, yeah. Richard B. Riddick. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look and see if those games are available in Battles Compatibility, because I'd love to play that again. If not, I'll just emulate the fuck out of it. Did we cover that film on movies, Chronicles of Riddick? No. No, I don't think so. Because it was Pitch Black, remember, was the first one, which mm. was like our 
independent horror film. wasn't very like wasn't a massive release, but it did so a, well that uh, it became a cult classic mm-hmm. kind of thing. But then they took that character and that world and really built upon it with the Chronicles of Riddock, Riddock the just the film. Great so stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we should look at that at some point. Um but yeah, that no, that's cool. The guy that made that going on to do Indiana Jones, definitely. Like mm. I'm I'm up for that. The one thing I would say though is it still sounds like this thing's early Ages as fuck. Away, yeah. Like if I th- I, from, we'll try and maybe tie it in with the because there's a new Indiana Jones film coming out. You would you would think they would hopefully try it. When that. when's that out though? Next year? I think maybe next year. Though. Oh no, yeah. I think this is like twenty twenty five or something. Because right. it would make sense, wouldn't it? Oh, I definitely. I tie in with that. See, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the initial plan. Mm. But it sounds it's like well, it sounds like this guy was a recent hire, and if he's a recent hire, then the game's not even fucking in full development. Mm. Yeah. I still like m- machine games. Make first person games. And that worries me a bit because I don't feel like an Indiana Jones game should be first person. I feel like it should be like an Uncharted style game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not capable of it, but the games they make are like Wolfenstein. Like, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so the FTC has filed a legal challenge to try and block Microsoft's plan to buy Activision Blizzard for that big 68. billion. According to a press release from the regulator, the lawsuit was filed Tuesday after weeks of back and forth between Microsoft, Sony and regulators over competition concerns and the future of Call of Duty. The FTC argues that the acquisition would enable Microsoft to suppress competitors to its Xbox gaming consoles and its rapidly growing subscription content and cloud gaming businesses. Yeah, this is turning into a fucking mayor. We only bring this up every couple of weeks, but I had to this week because it's quite significant. So now, anyone hoping for this story to fuck off in the next couple of months, it's probably going to be around for at least a year, I would think. I mean, it could tie up before then, but it's getting nasty. Like, Mm -hmm. Microsoft came out and said, they had this tweet where they were like, uh, we've we've offered Nintendo a 10-year deal to bring Call of Duty to their platform and any time Sony would like to sit down with us, we'd be happy to talk to them as well. <laughs> you're like, fucking hell. And like, it's... I don't know, like... Nintendo are... Sorry, Microsoft, are, they're doing a good job by going, well, look at us. We're, we're even saying we'll put it in fucking Nintendo. And I get that, but... I mean, what's it going to be if they put it on the fucking Switch or the Switch 2? It's going to be the cloud version. It's going to be stream the game. It's not going to be fucking Call of Duty because they, no. they'll either have to make a separate game or it'll be a cloud version. So it's not going to be the same. But they're just trying to... They're trying to push that they are willing to sort of bend over backwards. And uh, they even had... Obviously, I think Microsoft are quite close with them, but they had the head honcho of Steam come out and he basically said yeah microsoft offered us a 10-year deal but i mean we don't even need it we we trust them which was seemed at the time like a big blow to sony but then the ftc's come out and said no we're not fucking having this Mm. and the basis of the ftc's thing seems to be that they they mentioned in the statement that the reason that they don't believe microsoft is because of starfield and redfall and that's all they say which the the sort of assumption based off that is that 
when Microsoft bought Bethesda that Microsoft must have said that Starfield and Redfall would come to PlayStation and then after they sealed the deal were like actually nah mm. and if that did happen that's potentially not a good look because then folk can turn and go well you fucking said you'd do it there and you didn't do it so how can we trust you if you say you'll do it with Call of Duty but aye this is going to rumble on it is indeed going to rumble on yes and we'll not be talking about it unless something big happens yeah Good news though, Moss is being enhanced and re-released for the launch of PlayStation VR 2. You'll get Moss and Moss Book 2 will be day one launch titles for the new generation of VR headset, which comes out on the 22nd of February. This release is not a free or discounted upgrade from PSVR to PSVR 2. Instead, they're being offered with a pre-order discount of 10% if bought individually or 20% for the bundle. Folk are fuming about this. The price. Just the fact they're having to buy it again. Like, I always kind of take the side of the developers in this stuff. Like, I don't know. Polyarch are a fucking small studio. Like, I don't think they can... It's not as if they're just porting it over and been like, oh, here you go, buy it again. There's work involved. (laughs) Ah, you've got to port it. It's new controllers. They're upgrading the graphics. They're upgrading everything. They can't afford to just give you that for nothing. Mm. And the thing is, like, see Moss Book 2, it fucking sold like shit. Like, you look on it, fucking PSN profiles, there's less than 200 owners. <laughs> and we did that whole thing before and we've worked out how The Last of Us Part 1 hadn't sold very well. And I think it was, what, like 11 times whatever was on that or something. Mm. I mean, that's still, that's about fucking 2,000 people. That's terrible, man. And, like, I've, I've heard quite a few people going on, well, they shouldn't have released Moss Book 2 a year before PSVR 2 came out. And you're like, aye, but do you not think that PSVR 2 was probably supposed to come out in March this year initially? Mm. And so it was they had timed it for PSVR 2, but then that got pushed back, and because they're a small studio, they can't afford uh, to, to sit on a game for a year. Day, yeah. Like, if, if folk were like, they should have held it for PSVR 2. Mm. So if they finish a game in fucking April 2022, they're supposed to sit on it till February 2023. Where's their fucking income coming from? And, like, on Twitter, everybody was moaning, like, fuck about this. I can't believe they're wanting us to buy that again. And I'm like, I've seen how many copies that sold. None of you bought it. Mm-hmm. You're all complaining, but you, don't, you didn't fucking buy it, so you'd be buying it for the first fucking time anyway. Okay, next up, Insomniac's community director, James Stevenson, has set pulses raising with an unprompted gif of Marvel's Spider-Man 2. The moving image doesn't really reveal much, it's just a shot of Peter Parker and Miles Morales standing side by side, but it has sparked renewed hope that we may get more news soon. Do you think? Probably I. <laughs> I think we're supposed to get like a PlayStation thing in November and it just didn't happen for one reason or another. I, I do believe that. There was rumours about that and I think that's... like there's In the last couple of weeks, there's at least three people that work at that studio that have come out and said, by the way, it's coming in 2023. Mm. You're like, why? Like, you're a fucking bush designer. Why are you coming out and tweeting that? Like, why Why is that up to you? Mm. <laughs> you know, got a PR company. Um so yeah, I think they're just like almost trying to reiterate, look, it is on course, it is on course. Sorry you haven't seen it yet, but I think we'll, we'll see it quite soon. I'm looking forward to it. Like, imagine it'll be a fucking baller of a game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, okay, wrap up time then for a few other bits and pieces of news. Dead Island 2 has a new gameplay trailer worth checking out ahead of the April 28th release date. Looks good. Yep. As you mentioned at the beginning as well, Craig, Microsoft is increasing the price of their first party titles to £70. For the four people that still buy and don't mm-hmm. use Game Pass. Yes. Okay, that's all for this week's news. We shall move to everyone's favourite, Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin bin coming? Are the bin bin coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin bin come today? I've got a nomination this week. Do you? Yep. Okay. Well, do you want to start? Yes. I came in from work, fucking hard day, on the grind, working my socks off, Andy, honestly. I've got holes in most of my socks from working my socks off. Have my dinner, and I sit down, and I'm like, right, I'm going to play High on Life before we record this podcast so I can inform the people. I try to start the game. The game that I had installed 12 hours beforehand. Oh, you can't start the game. There's a nine gigabyte update. And I'm like, right, well, why didn't you download that when I turned the fucking console on when I got home tonight? Why did you wait until I clicked the tile to start downloading the fucking update? So I'm like, right, fine, that's going to take 35 minutes. Maybe I'll get to start it before we record. Maybe not. Fucking it. So switch over to PlayStation and I'm looking at it. I was going to start Callisto Protocol, and I was like, nah, there's still there's too much going on in the house. I'll have a game of Fortnite. Click on Fortnite, update, 5.5 gig. I'm like, fucking hell, man. And at that point, I just fucking gave up and sat on the couch. <laughs> I'm like, why is this? Like, these consoles, they're supposed to download the updates for you when you turn it on, but for some yeah. reason, it hardly ever happens for me. It waits to click the tile. When you have it standby as well, you supposed to do it. But it only seems to be when you click on the tile. Do you just maybe not have a setting turned on? No, I do. Yeah. I checked it. I've got it turned no. on. Okay. Yeah. That is annoying. It's really fucking annoying. It's annoyed me for years that you buy a game and then you can't play it right away because it needs to update. Aye. Uh, mm-hmm. What else we got? We've got Planty. He wants to induct the Lad Baby. Lad Baby? Yeah, that? so Lad Baby Do you not is... know the Lad Baby? Lucky you. Yeah, so for the past three years, they have had the Christmas number one with their sort of charity singles that they have right. released. Right, let's, let's roll it back a little bit, right? You're, not, you're making the guy out to be a bit of a martyr here. So he came to prominence about six years ago where he just, he's like, it wasn't on YouTube, was it? I think it, Facebook, I think Facebook, initially. he's essentially yeah. like a content creator and he used to make videos basically setting up his wife and annoying her. Is that how it started? Kind of. There was Just a few a like, parenting hack joke type videos, I yeah. think, that kind of went viral. And see, at first, he was mildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. He was. He was okay at first. Yeah. I didn't mind. His wife's annoying as fuck, but he was okay. But he's just taking it to a fucking cunty level of all proportions. And then, yeah, the Christmas number one is just... Well, yeah, they've got Christmas number one for the past three years in a row, and they just announced this week that... 
they're going for the fourth one. Yeah. So they're no doing... musician Andy has ever had three Christmas number oh, ones. I know the faces. Right. Aye. A oh, face oh, of a right. smart arse. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I'm a little bit indifferent about this, and for a few reasons, because I think they are raising money for charity. It is going to be a charity single yet again, and I that's appreciate... not the fucking reason why they're doing it. Though. No, I know. it's not because they'll profit. The yeah, end. I know. I appreciate that. Like people will benefit off the back of this, but yes, they're also catapulting themselves, yes. and they're already pocketing off. Yes previous years do you know what i mean so we actually get we got a write-in from someone who signed it off lad baby now i'm assuming it wasn't the actual lad baby but it says ha 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 number one again number one incoming again fuck simon cow i know i said it was for charity but i'm actually putting all the money towards earplugs so i don't have to so i don't have to listen to that month that i married i'm inescapable and then it signed off lad baby so maybe it was him because he, she is inescapable, and the, well, the two of them are inescapable, and she is a fucking annoying bastard. I would, yeah. I'd fucking toe punt them right in the bin, man. Drop kick them straight in the fucking bin. Shout a cunt. Craig, you had also nominated um, following the Game Awards PR emails because I think you were inundated after the Game Awards with emails. It seems. Yeah, that next morning was fucking rough, man. My phone was going off like a fucking teleprompter. <laughs> like Al Pacino's teleprompter. But that, that, I get it. Like You've got to put out PR emails, you've got to put out press releases when something gets announced. But the annoying thing was that there was like there was like publishers that had like four games and they were like putting out seven fucking press releases for four games. And you're like, can you just fucking make a newsletter mm. and have it all in one and not fucking drown me in digital writings yeah alan off the back of one of your messages craig said women women and meal plans should be in the bin oh that was because i nominated your meal plan yeah he says how the fuck do i know what i want on friday when it's tuesday now i i mean this was because i messaged jess saying What's for dinner? Hopefully something good. I'm starving. And instead of replying like a fucking regular human and saying this, she fucking sent me a docx file that was titled <laughs> Meal Plan. And I was like, that's not what I fucking asked for and I don't have the correct app to open this. So eventually she had to take a screenshot of the meal plan and send me it. And to- what was on the meal plan? Well... I was just being efficient in sending you the rest of the week so that I don't have to answer every day what's for dinner. Tell me if you think this is a stitch up, right? Now, keep in mind, I my exact text was, I'm starving. Is there anything nice for dinner tonight? So she sends the meal plan. No, we're having shite. Well, right. <laughs> so she sends the meal plan. I reply, I don't have Word installed. I'm just wanting food for fuck's sake, not a TED talk. Right? <laughs> she writes back, it's a Samsung Note and then sends a screenshot of it, to which it says, Sunday, chips. Monday, chicken satay and rice. So far, so good. That's good. pretty good, good, right? Tuesday, the day I've asked for something good. Vegeta- <laughs> vegetarian fajitas. Oh, vegetarian fajitas, come on. Aye, right? Wednesday, sausage pasta. Pretty good. Mm. Thursday, burgers. Pretty good. Mm. Friday, pizza. 
the day I ask you for like something, the day I ask for something nice, vegetarian fajitas. Now the question is, was that written beforehand or after I asked for something nice on Tuesday? <laughs> That's what I want to know. She's, she's well, if you be. if you look at the document file and when it was actually created, you will find that it was indeed created prior to today. Well, that's the would only he, thing saving you for the bin this week. Would he put a vegetable... Would he substitute for chicken? Nothing good. Uh, well, I had, like, bean, black beans. Black beans? Yeah. And st- so it was basically fajitas, except instead of chicken, it was black beans. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it sound good? I'll report you. And what fajita uh, stuff do you use? Like what, Hopefully something strong to mask that shit. Old, old El Paso. Good old El Paso. But what yeah. flavour? Barbecue. Smoky barbecue. Yeah. I'm getting my mouth watering right now. Yeah. About. But you need chicken with that shit though. I know. Chicken, <laughs> of course you a, fucking do. Chicken, a red bell pepper and some red onion. That's all you need. Well that was not forthcoming. Yeah, so I had my vegetarian for here and I had to make them burgers. <laughs> chicken burgers. Burgers. Yeah. burgers. Yeah. Um, I would like to nominate the coldness. Thanks very Fuck much. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> it's too you, cold. You're rimming the bin as it is now. Don't bother with your nomination. Right. There's no way the cold's going to end before the heat. <laughs> Not a fucking prayer. Burn this place to the ground. Yeah. These will all be warm. That's all for this week. Well, I think we need to put in the lad baby. Get the lad baby in, man. He's a fucking nuisance. Yeah. I mean,. Credit for trying to encourage charitable donations to he's, the Trussell Trust. He's done good. He but has just done good things. Go do, people, just go donate to the Trussell Trust. Don't Aye. do it via his means. Via that big lanky cunt. And don't be wrong, it's not as if the Christmas number one has ever been the highest of esteems, but it does bother me that he's got the fucking record. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I of think he's all been... the fucking people, of he's... all the musicians in all the world, and that cunt's going to get four in a row. He's been fortunate that the competition has died off because That's true. X Factor no, is no longer, songs, yeah, X Factor is no longer in the pipeline because that for years was. Is like, X Factor not on anymore? I don't know, is it not? I don't know, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Um, when was the last good Christmas? Good Christmas, song? exactly. The darkness, probably. Christmas and Hollis. What? <laughs> I don't know. 1987 or something. No. The Darkness is probably the last good one, really. Newish, newish one. You don't really get, I mean, well, you probably do get new Christmas songs every year, but I don't hear them. Aye, but ones that, be, that become in the... Staples. Yeah. Yes. And the Darkness has a staple, that would. Well, I mean, it would be the, the Lad Baby's first... Well, let's move on. About, Chris, about sausage rolls. We're giving them fucking airtime here. I don't yeah. like it. I know, this is this is the let's biggest platform on. he's ever had. Let's move on. Lad, baby, get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin. Oh, prick. Take your wife with you, you stupid kid. <laughs> um, do you want an achievement for that trophy, Craig? Ding! That's a yes. This week I have. <laughs> you like the name of this game, Andy. Raptor Boyfriend, a high school romance. Oh, it's a visual novel. Well, there's a surprise. Oh, God. Uh, it's developed by... You just need to press R1. 
No, no, there's, there's choices in this one, Andy. Uh, Rocket Adrift is the developer, publishers East Asia Soft, visual novel, as I said. The story wasn't really for me. It's very weird. You've got some humans and then there's like a fucking raptor that's at the school as well and running about and yes. making decisions. And I, I don't want to get into the story in case I ruin it for you. <laughs> uh, strangely, like I said, it, the story wasn't for me. I couldn't take it fucking seriously, but it's got good reviews this. So it's been out in Steam before and it's got like Steam user rating, very positive. Um, I did find this fucking hilarious right but i went on open critic to check the reviews and there's a website called tech raptor and they gave it a nine out of ten and i'm like raptor boyfriend the website's called tech raptor was that an inside job don't know this the price is a bit steep it's like 10 quid yeah uh, but it is like a longer experience like you can don't be wrong if you're just in it for the trophies you can knock it out probably in about 20 minutes you can go into the settings and set it to auto skip dialogue and stuff like that but given the fact oh, that that's the good stuff exactly given the fact that it does have good reviews the story's meant to be good if you like these type of games i'd recommend not doing that and actually taking the story in but uh should you want to just whip right through it and get the platinum you can do so 20 minutes with a guide and Aye, no difficulty really, because you're just making decisions. There you go. Yeah. It's like that, and that's the way what it is. is. Dun, 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 dun. Is that meant to be Batman? Yes. All right, okay. I'm Batman. Okay, yes. So let's go to movie review. We are still doing our Christmas movie reviews. The selection this week was Batman Returns 1992. Questionable Christmas film. No. Twitter disagrees. Twitter was fucking know, Twitter was fucking loving it. There was a, that Christmas tree was quite... There was a tree. Film. There was a tree. Multiple it was trees. set at Christmas time, but it's not uh-huh. a feel-good family Christmas film. Aye, people are jumping people at are presents. Jumping at parcels. How much more Christmassy can you get? I know. So... <laughs> I'll give a short synopsis of the plot. This is the second Batman movie and businessman Max Schreck, a.k.a. Christopher Walken, sets a plot against Gotham City in motion. He's joined by Penguin, a.k.a. Danny DeVito, a deformed and rather deranged man abandoned at birth by respectable parents. Penguin, backed by hoodlums and real penguins, runs for mayor. The plot is further complicated by Selina a.k.a. Michelle Pfeiffer, a wronged secretary who transforms into Catwoman, a villain with mixed motives. This is Danny DeVito's film, really, isn't it? He's fucking tremendous. He's amazing in this film. One thing I would start off by saying is that it was a great year for films, but it was also a great year for wrestling. Best Royal Rumble. Best Royal Rumble, yep. A good WrestleMania, a Summer Slam in the UK. What WrestleMania was that? Eight. Papa Shango in the main event. What has That's this got a, to do with anything? No, no, just it was a good year for wrestling. Justice Aye, but Papa Shango made an appearance. All right. Return Aye. of the Ultimate Warrior. He was a bit late though. He was a bit late. Anyway. Anyway. It was a good year for wrestling. It was a good year for films. Mm. What did we... Well, I texted you because I had in my head scenes that were there in this film. Because I thought this was more Batman forever. 
I I wondered because yeah. So last week when I said we're covering this, you were deflated. Yes, I would say I was thinking of fucking every every time the situation appeared, they just have to have the right thing. Oh, he needs to buy dinner. Well, I'll use my Batman credit card. <laughs> whip it out my belt. You know what I mean? For your telly belt. Like if a shark attacks him, he just has to have box shark propellant on him on his wee clip. That's the thing, because I was like, that, I mean, to me, this is a fucking class. I love I this was, film. No, it was really good. I loved it. I actually loved it. Um, I totally thought it was Danny DeVito's film and Michelle Pfeiffer as well. Michelle Pfeiffer's hot as fucking this film. Holy shit. She's good. Does she not go through, like, I don't know, a lot of outfits? Aye, apparently yeah, she went through, like, so. 70 Catwoman outfits or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't even 70 scenes, so that's quite impressive. You know that bit where she's in the... Shopping, the shopping centre or something like yeah. that. She's whipping the mannequins' heads off. Uh-huh. Partially, partly she'd done that in one take. Mm. That's pretty impressive. impressive aye. That's pretty impressive. I was quite uh, taken aback with that. But that's, Danny DeVito just goes fucking full tilt in this film. Oh, aye. And it just helps the film because of it. If he was like, well, I've got to play a fucking penguin, it'll do it. Like, I'll probably make a lot of money for it. But he didn't really commit. Oh, he fucking committed. He, committed. Yeah. he well committed. Holy shit. He was in character, apparently, for uh, the whole thing. Aye. Imagine seeing him walking to get some fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got his wee fucking uh, webbed hands and everything. He's Aye. trying to eat a sandwich. <laughs> so I've got... he's just there eating a fish if he's in like, character. He's just tucking into because he fucking bites Aye. us when he comes down the stairs. And he's and uh, Christopher Walken's got all the people there for him, but it's a surprise. And he's fucking and he's laying fucking into that. Thing. Literally bite into a raw salmon, but looks it. Aye. And it looks as if he's just went, just give me a raw salmon. Don't fucking make something up because it'll look shit. And it's disgusting. It's look, horrible. His skin is hanging off it, and his boot, he's dripping when he's got all the black stuff dripping. Out. Oh, fucking gross. I think I just, oh, I just did not like this film. You know, right? Well. <laughs> You've jumped the gun. We've got questions here that we're supposed to go into that you've fucking dove right into, right? <laughs> so the first thing we've got down here is what did we think of the Batman universe? What did we think of the characters from the Batman universe that they chose here and the characters and the actors who played them? So well, did we think it was a good choice of Batman universe characters? Yeah, I, I like... Michelle Pfeiffer was great as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Annette Bening, who I don't know if you know who that is. Really. No, I don't. You probably recognise her, but she wouldn't have made a good Catwoman. Right. But apparently she got pregnant. Oh, right. And Michelle Pfeiffer stepped in. She uh, did a great job. Brilliant job. And Danny DeVito obviously done a brilliant job. Michael Keaton, classic Batman. In this world, he's a good Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, a, he's like a fucking school teacher Batman isn't he like he's not like a fucking he doesn't have like an athletic physique no no you're right but it works it still works Um, Christopher Walken I could have left him I thought he was good Uh, I I thought he was quite a good villain Christopher Walken Um, it's his eyebrows and his makeup did not didn't like him Fucking look back home. So I mean, I know that's the vibe they were going for, but aye, you're you're not a fan. Absolutely not. Hated every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> so do you? Did you not like the characters? Did you not like? No, I think. I mean, yes, Danny DeVito was good yeah. in what he did, but I just think 
he was vile for most of it, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. why that's I don't right. like that's it. What it was, aye, that's See, that's why I like it, though. I think he just fucking absolutely nails it. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't really like Christopher Walken. Don't know why, I just don't. Nah, I don't like um, him as fucking I don't like his performance. I don't know what it is. And no, I did. Michael Keaton, to me, is just not Batman. But that's probably because, I don't know, I've... It's interesting, like, you going back the way. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I first saw... Oh, this film, Chris, Christian Bale first, yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's about weird, isn't it? Because we are so used to Michael Keaton. I mean, there was a Batman before him, obviously, Aye. but we're so used to Michael Keaton in there. So I'm sort of used to like the campy Batman, and then it gets into like obviously absolute mm. lunacy with Clooney but then oh, they brought it and then, then they made it serious. But yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel if I went from serious to. What is this? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's hard. That's a harder sell, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going from the... Because those films are fucking amazing. Aye. That trilogy. Because mm-hmm. see what I would say is like... So another question I've got down here is did the story hold up or does nostalgia and the setting slash tone carry the film? And like, I don't know. See, when you sort of break it down, see the story of Batman Returns, it's ridiculous and not particularly good there's but, not much to it aye but I just think the characters are so good that it carries it and then obviously yeah. we do have the me and you have the nostalgia for it as well so yeah. yeah I think that exact film with the woman you were talking about as Catwoman and fucking somebody else playing Penguin it could have yeah. been like what the fuck is this I wonder who else was maybe like, thought did, was there any trivia to say who was maybe going to be Penguin I've never heard of it being anyone bar him but I mean I don't know I just feel like if you were wanting the character to be a fucking penguin that looks like Dr. Robotnik you would be like Danny DeVito like fucking hell he is like you said the right word he's vile in this but it's what they were going for I think nah can we just pause for a moment as well on the fact that his parents just fucking flung him over over a bridge. Well, you've just spent the last five minutes talking about how vile he is. What would you have done, Mum? Well, <laughs> well, as a baby, what, what would they look like as a baby, really? It would only have had webbed hands, essentially, as a baby. Really? Well, we were talking... He only became a penguin because he fucking was chucked in that river and he, he was grown up with penguins. Well, that's the thing. See, I mean, I've watched this film... More times than I care to admit, right? I yeah. like over the last couple of years, I've watched this film thirty times. Fuck's sake! Like I would watch this film every couple of weeks, right? right? And I haven't. I, I decided to. <laughs> I decided to shelve it as a Christmas film to stop me watching it all the time. Right. Um. But we were talking. Me, Jason Castles, were talking about this at the start of the film, and I was, and I was of the opinion of you because I mean, as many times as I've watched it, sometimes you just get stuff confused in your head, and I was like, aye, but he's just a fucking ugly kid at the start. Exactly. He becomes a penguin when he goes down there and lives with the penguins, and that's why uh-huh. he ends up like that. Uh-huh. But then there is a bit about half an hour in when he's getting interviewed, and he says that his parents couldn't handle the fact that he had flip. I can't remember the exact wording, but he had uh-huh. flippers instead of hands, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh wait, so he was a penguin from birth then. No, it just had that because that's an actual syndrome. Aye, I just think it had webbed hand. Like but they just, they just, webbed. aye, but they just morphed more over time. Aye, aye, and that's the only reason he was like fucking 
so they've essentially chucked a baby away because he's got webbed hands, which is a bit fucking much. Isn't it? Yeah, really? he ate a fucking cat as well. He did eat a cat. <laughs> he did eat a cat, which is a faux pas, really. <laughs> it's not great, is it? It's not great. No, I'd be fucking raging Aye. if they ate one of my cats. Aye. Uh, I'd not be happy with that at all. The fucking drain, see when they, they do chuck him, the drain that he goes down, it's fucking huge. And no. we're like, why is that so big? And then you remember later on, because Batman has to go down in his fucking bat <laughs> boat oh, or whatever sweet. the fuck it is. Uh, so aye, that's why it's so big. But I just, I thought it was so funny as well. Like, there's so many long, like, I'm not looking for continuity in this film, right? It's it's campy as fuck. It's oh, over it's the top. It's made as a standalone film, though, not a sequel. Mm, yeah. the, the whole thing Michael Keaton wanted was this to be a standalone film. That's mm-hmm. the only reason he would do it. He didn't want it to be a continuation. I carry on. He wanted it to be, there's Batman, and there's Batman Returns. Two different films, two different villains, blah, blah, blah. Two different stories. And that's fair enough. I think, I think it worked as that, but like I just, there was there was so many bits that I was just like, it just made me laugh and it didn't take away from the film, but like, I don't know, like right near the beginning, you see Alfred and he's walking through Gotham and oh. there's like a little fucking 1920s paper boy being yeah, like, yeah. get your papers here. And he's like, mysterious penguin man under the, uh, under Gotham City, is he real, is he not? And I'm thinking, well, do you know what? You just get any fucking police officer to just open a fucking grate and go underneath and have a look because he's fucking right easy. there. It seems pretty easy to go in and have a wee look about. Well, that's the thing. I am before this hit the papers. Could somebody not? I just went. I'll. I'll go and check. Yeah, we're going to have a look, pal. Take some torches. <laughs> a minute. Aye. Take some torches. Do have a look. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, I should have mentioned when you were talking about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer the. Apparently, like the po- like the movie posters, ones with her on them, folk kept yeah. like nicking them. Yeah. Um, and now they're worth an absolute fortune. Like if you've actually oh, got one, like off like a uh, like bus, bus stops stop. and shit like that, folk were like stealing them because obviously she was hot. Did they have like cum stains on them? I don't oh, for God's sake! Don't people just sit at a bus stop doing that? Eh? Oh, they nicked them to take them home to wank yeah. on them. Apparently, I read that trivia bit as well, and the police had to be. Like start patrolling Aye. the bus stops Aye. and install them because it was costing them that much money. It's, I bet the police were fucking patrolling the bus stops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I can I push back on that a little bit, right? Like, don't be wrong. Back in '92, like Michelle Pfeiffer was hot. Yes. I'm not saying she's not hot in the film, but there was talk that this film didn't do as well as Batman '1989 because it was like over sexualized, and I'm like over fucking sexualized like don't be wrong the the leather suit she's wearing is pretty tight but she's not exactly shown much she's covered with fucking head to toe nothing I'm like if that's fucking over sexualized then we're all fucked you don't really there's not a lot of bad gadgets in this film no it's totally grounded uh, just down to (laughs) 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 apparently he's wearing uh, his boots he's wearing uh, like Air Jordans they're not boots. just to make it easier to get around do you know how wrestlers wear those kick pads aye it's kind of that idea apparently right he's wearing Air Jordans but then he's like a thing on top to make it look like a boot mm-hmm. but it's Air Jordans underneath ah. and he was able to get a zip in this this suit apparently in the first for one he never got a zip for, for peeing for pee pee times it was a big big thing this time he said mm. 
Uh, Maybe that's why Selena went through 70 costumes because she kept wetting herself. Um, I don't think as well, he still can't move his head though. Aye. It has to move his whole body. Yeah. Which really hinders your fighting. Aye. Oh, fuck. Imagine having to fight him. Well, I mean, the, the fighting isn't the fighting choreography and stuff. It's no, not particularly it's good. Aye, it's very basic. basic. Very basic. Funny as well, like uh, Selena's costume. Like towards the end, she's down in Penguin's lair, and Max, the mover and shaker, Max Shrek, is down there with her, and she's literally got a fucking strand of her mask still left, and he still doesn't know it's her. And she takes the last little piece off. And he's like, Selena? (laughs) Fuck off, mate, for fuck's sake. Even with a full mask, come on. Even with half a face, really. I know. I mean, Michael Keaton's got such a distinctive face there like that. I mean, Jesus. Imagine he went out with a moustache painted on them. Fuck. Oh, there was one gadget, actually. I remember the, the... And it featured in the film prominently, actually, the Bat Boomerang. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Because he went because it was four people round the boom, and then he went four people. Do 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 do. Put it into the wee machine that come up with four schematics. Four people, and every time it hit something, did you notice it took one one away? Aye. The wee screen. Yeah, that was and cool. Then the dog caught it. They didn't hit the last woman because the wee dog caught it. But then that's what was used as well to kill the the woman that they framed Batman for kidnapping or killing. The woman who's supposed yes, to aye, the, the lights for the aye, Christmas Aye, the sort of dolly bird. Aye, that's where uh, the penguin uses that to kill her in the frame, Batman. That's right. So there you go. That, that's the one gadget that really gets featured. That's about it. There's a clown near the beginning that looks like a fat Kratos. I noticed that. I, no, I noticed that and pointed it out to you. The one that gets killed. It was you actually noticed that, wasn't it? Yes. Sorry, I've nearly taken credit for that. Killed. The one that gets killed. The Batman, one that Batman doesn't kill. No, penguin killed him. Ah, possibly. Possibly. I actually was quite surprised. Uh, I did have total different images in my head, and that's why I was lambasting this film last week. <laughs> oh, fuck, I've got to watch this shite. No, it's good. Thinking, I had Mr. Freeze and all that shite in my head, and just camping us to the fucking hundredth degree. But this was actually totally grounded. <laughs> the black mucus coming out of penguin was awesome, and I really liked yeah. to the end when like he dies and all the penguins, clearly people in penguin suits. I mean, it was they were not hiding that well, yeah. uh, totally grounded, and uh, they all grab him and they like drag him out of the water, and it's just you're like you're so repulsive, just get in the water. It's I just know. fucking. I know just, it's horrendous, man. You know. Good. Which is a shame to say because I like Danny DeVito and that is actually his body. <laughs> <laughs> but the fucking state of it, man. Uh, one other question I've got here is, so is Danny DeVito the best live action Penguin performance? I've not seen any of us. So have you not? No. Oh, you have. Huh. Right, well we've got, so you had Robin Lord Taylor in Gotham. He was good. Remember the TV, the, show, the TV show Gotham? I've not watched that yet, sorry. Have you not? No, I've not watched that. Right, well, the guy that plays Penguin in that is excellent. Oh, I've had, I know who you, Right, yeah. I've he, seen him. I can, aye, right, I can appreciate that. He's tremendous that. as Penguin. And then you've also got Colin Farrell in the Batman. I was just about to say... Which yes, was pretty Colin good. Colin Farrell not playing when really, he... That was, that was I, do, I do still think, overall, Danny DeVito, he's just... He's, 
I, I think he is still number one, but Will I mean, win. you yeah. should watch Gotham at some point because fuck yeah. me, that guy's brilliant. It's on the list. I'm sure it's on Netflix still. Probably, I aye. So it's, I've got it on the list anyway. <laughs> but yeah, for me, Penguin is Danny DeVito. Aye. Just because of when I grew up. And when I, you know what I mean? That's who I think of when I think of Penguin. Yeah, that's fair, me too. And you just fucking hated it. Yep. so what is it you hated like just on the just the film in general yeah everything about it really yeah I didn't like any of the people didn't didn't register with you no no didn't connect oh well and I think it's it's disappointing partly because I'm subject to it 30 times a year (laughs) (laughs) I could probably do it right so we pirate after him talking I'm considering watching Batman Forever tonight though oh fucking hell no uh, I'm going to give it four pies. Five for me. Jesus just, goodness. you know you're going to win it, just do Two. it. I can, oh! ap- I can appreciate what it was, but it's just not for me. What can you appreciate? What it was. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the fact that I had to sit through it. She appreciated it was over. Yep. <laughs> where, where does our movie Christmas extravaganza take us to next week? Uh, the last one on the list for Christmas was Gremlins. I'm not thrilled oh, about this either. Yes. Gremlins. Um, I'm going to watch that tonight, actually. Uh, okay. You don't like this one either. I've not, I don't know if I've fully seen it, but I'd. Oh, Jess, you're going to love again, it. Again, I feel it's not my cup of tea. No, Look, you're going to love it. I don't think it is either, and that's why I told you. We should have spaced them out. We should have done. Batman at the beginning of the month, and then because I know you like Die Hard and Home Alone, we should have spaced it out, but you didn't. You shot your load early and got the two the two you like. <laughs> you got the two you like. So you're gonna have to take your take your lumps. Take your lumps. I'll look forward to that. Okay, yeah, watch watch along Gremlins with us in the next week and share your thoughts and we might read them out on next week's podcast. I wasn't uh, fully done with Batman. Right. I did also uh, go back and play Batman Returns on the Snares for about half an hour. And how did that go? Uh, It was alright, actually. It's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, a bit like like Double Dragon or something like that. It's it's pretty good, actually. It's alright. Worth checking out if you can emulate it. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Thanks. Okay, let's finish off our episode with a pick of the week. Um, I didn't bother putting out a poll, although I wish I had, because there's quite a few good games and I don't know what to pick. So we've got High on Life, that's on Game Pass, and well worth checking out from what I've played so far. Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion's out. Absolutely not for me, but it's meant to be really good. It's a, I think it's a remake of like a PSP, PSP game. Uh, there was a game came out earlier this year on the Switch called Neon White. It only came to Switch and PC. Got really high reviews, really high reviews. Um, and it's coming out on Xbox and... Pl- no, sorry, just PlayStation actually this week, although it's rumoured for Xbox soon. Uh, and then also there's the Witcher 3 upgrade, which might be the highest rated game of the year. I'll just tell you, this morning it was, it's sitting at a 97 mm-hmm. on Metacritic mm. at the moment. It's only 12 reviews, so there will be more coming in, but from all accounts so far, it's a fucking belter of a remaster. 
4K 60 FPS, I think, like looking great, playing great, and Andy would attest it will be the same great game. I haven't played it, but so I don't really want to make a pick, but out of those five, I'm sure you can find something you like. Mm, indeed. Okay then, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, next week we're going to be doing the Pure Day Gaming Awards episode, which we will be handing out some awards. Uh, so don't miss that. And then the last episode of the year will be the Game of the Year show. And should you wish, you can go and cast your vote and pick your top five games at puredaygaming.com. Okay, okay. And yeah, we shall chat to you again next week. Tati bye! Tati, fuck off. This podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Fesslian. Video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero.